Do you have to try and convince people that spring is coming? No, just look around, it's here. The first day of spring was actually back in March, but what if you had someone that wasn't convinced? You could show them the daffodils, you could show them tulips blooming and trees budding, you could let them hear the baby birds chirping, you could sneeze, showing them the effects of all the pollen that is a direct result of spring. You could show them all the very real, in front of their face, occurrences like the weather, the calendar, and all the things. But if they still chose to believe it wasn't so, would you argue with them? I really hope not. I mean, come on. Some simply love a debate, but you can't deny Easter is upon us and all things Jesus are on full display. You got your resurrection eggs, donkeys walking through sanctuaries, Easter Sunday choir rehearsals, kids' crafts are being prepared, like those tissue paper stained glass crosses, and so much more. A dear friend of ours used to say Easter is like the Christian Super Bowl. It's the biggest game day of the year. And we do pull out all the stops at times to remember the cross and celebrate the resurrection and what that means for all of humanity. The signs of the season and what they represent are everywhere. Yet still, there are those who do not and will not believe. I ask the question again, if someone chooses not to believe, even when the evidence is all around, do you argue with them? What would Jesus do? He told his disciples in Matthew 10, 14, whoever doesn't receive or hear your words, shake the dust from your feet, meaning you've done all you can do, so move on. Don't try and argue someone into the existence of God or his finished work on the cross. Simply speak the truth in love, share the story of Jesus, share your own story and his redeeming work in your life. Don't demand a decision. Allow the Spirit of God to do the work only the Spirit of God can do, which is to reveal their need for a Savior. Only then can eyes be opened to the truth. With all the signs and evidences, with the heavens even declaring His glory, still there will be those who do not believe. Do you believe Jesus is the Son of God? I was reminded of the Old Testament prophet Elijah and the massive showdown that happened on Mount Carmel with King Ahab in 1 Kings chapter 18. Go read it. Basically, it came down to the question, who are you going to believe? 1 Kings 18, 21. Elijah went before the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. The people said nothing. Even the people of God were apathetic to what was true. But God did something on that mountain that day no one could deny. The evidence couldn't be denied or argued away. Once all was said and done, the people fell on their faces and said, The Lord, He is God. Fast forward to the cross. Jesus breathes his last breath. The veil of the temple is torn from top to bottom. The earthquakes, rocks split, graves open, and once dead saints are walking around. The centurion at the foot of the cross said, truly, this was the Son of God. You see, the signs have been clear since the beginning of time, all throughout history, and even today. How long will you waver? 
How long will you be apathetic and silent to take a stand for the things of God? Whether you believe in God or not, He believes in you. That's the truth. I won't argue with you about it, but I pray you see it. I'm Lori Klein.